Hi and welcome to the GMC podcast, the place where you can listen to the weekly word from God and other highlights from the team at GMC, Gillespie Memorial Church in Bunfern in Scotland. As we head into the season of Advent, we're going to investigate the Nativity story from both the Gospels of Matthew and Luke each week through to our watch night service on Christmas Eve and then Christmas morning and then on to New Year's Day worship where we will conclude with the story of the Magi or Wise Men. Christmas is, of course, such a sparkly time, full of excitement, yet also a time where there's so much pressure on families, our buying, our finances, etc. Yet, at heart, this is a season where we can all receive the biggest gift ever. For God can never be outgiven, as he gave his son for all who would receive him. So listen this Advent, and hear a little about the beginning of that story of Jesus, God willing. So thanks for joining us on this podcast in which we hope to encourage you to respond to God's word and receive the love of Jesus. Now before the word from God, we will lead you in a time of prayer. Lord, gracious and sovereign God, this sanctuary, this place is your house. A place where we may worship you. You have set your name here. Here in your presence, Our families shall rejoice because you have blessed us. Here we present to you the offering of our lives. Here we promise to obey your laws. Here we pray for our children. That we and they may do what is right in your sight through Jesus our Redeemer. So Lord forgive us this day for the many times we fail to honor our parents. Lord, you desire that we would live in family love and unity. So forgive any arrogance and indifference to your commandments and will. Father of mercy, we put our trust in you. Forgive us and help us. Forgive any anger or harsh words within us that we allow to spill over to those near us. Help us to know your strength as we discipline our tongues. Father of mercy, we put our trust in you. Forgive us and help us. Forgive any unthankful spirit in our lives and in our homes for taking the comfort and provision that we sometimes expect as a right, forgetting that all good gifts come from you. Father of mercy, we put our trust in you. Forgive us and help us. The Lord, sovereign God, who is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in abundant love, he loves you and he will keep his promise to forgive you. He will lift you up when you fall and hear your cry and save you. Call upon his name in your hearts and know him through the Lord Jesus Christ who taught the prayer we share together and will be on the screen. Our Father in heaven. Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory, now and forever. Amen.
Following that time of prayer, I hope your heart has been stilled and prepared for God's word to reach you where you are today. If anything you hear from our preacher today, from the word of God and the sermon challenges you, may be raising questions, then contact us. If you want to know more about how we can support you in your faith, or indeed, maybe help you in your questioning of faith, we'd love to help you get to know the Lord or go deeper with him. Or maybe you'd like to support GMC financially in our ministry for the kingdom. If so, then please get in touch through the contact us on our website page, gillespiechurch.org, or via our Facebook page. Now, over to our preacher. Good morning. How are we? I'm going to be honest with you. I am... I thought with it being a blessing this morning, there being more kids, that um, my daughter wouldn't embarrass me, but somehow she did. She still managed to shout enough to embarrass me. So, um, Ashley's already mentioned it, our uh, scripture reading this morning, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read it for us again, if that's okay. I should say as well, my name is Lee Whitecross, I'm the youth pastor, sorry for not introducing myself. Um, let me just read this first and then we can crack on. So it's um, Luke chapter 1. Verse 46 through to 55. Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked on the, num- on the humblest state of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him. From generation to generation, he has shown strength with his arm, He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, to his offspring forever. Mary remained with Elizabeth about three months and returned to her home. This is a, a response from Mary to something that God did. Um, Mary was a Jewish woman, and then by her tradition, being a Jewish people, they remembered what God had promised them for generations. And one of the things that God had promised the Jewish people for generations was that the Jewish people would be saved from their iniquities, from their sins. The Jewish people would be saved by someone, a a sacrifice, a perfect sacrifice. Somebody would save them. And they knew that and they were brought up on that. They understood that. Even as a young girl, Mary would have known that. Now now picture the scene. You know that growing up. Your family reiterates this to you. This is going to happen. We believe this is going to happen someday. And Mary turns out to be the woman that God uses for such an event. Now, whether we believe that to be true or not, whether we believe this is true or it's not true, no matter what side of the coin you're on, that's a pretty incredible thing. Imagine being in that position. Imagine being the one, the the person that 
God has chosen to carry this human being that is going to save the world. What a privilege, what an honor, what an incredible story. But see, Christmas isn't about Mary. She's used by God, of course she is. But actually there's a message underneath all of this that sometimes we see today still, but actually traditionally in our time, Christmas looks a little bit different. And um, I'm not going to lie, I love the lights. I love the, the, the movies. I love all of it. I love the tree. I say I love the tree. I actually put a tree up. I didn't pay attention to it at all. I have no patience for putting the tree up. Um, but I do enjoy it. I enjoy looking at it. I enjoy having our traditional Christmases. However, the, the, the story of Christmas is a little bit different to that. But to understand the story of Christmas, we have to go back all the way back to the beginning of time. All the way back to when God created the world. See, God creates the world. He creates the earth. He creates the heavens. God creates everything within it. God creates human beings, God creates trees, God creates mountains, everything in existence he has created. And God calls it all good. It's such a great thing. He says this is good. And he looks upon human beings and he says these are very good. This thing I've created are very good. So God creates this and it's perfect. There's nothing wrong in the world. Everything's great. There's an eternal bond between God and between people between creation nothing's gone wrong however human beings have this opportunity to go their own way human beings are enlightened human beings are gods they're special they know more than god does so the story goes that human beings turn from god human beings they disobey god God says, there's one thing you're not to do, and human beings do it. They give in. And when that happens, this eternal bond I was speaking about that God has with creation, it starts to rot a little bit. Because God's created creation and people to be in perfect relationship with him. However, because people have turned away from it, it allows this you might call it diseasing, between that connection with God. And so if God, if God is over here, in the beginning, all of us and all of creation, us, the trees, everything, are with God in that bond together. Nothing can separate us. However, once we decide to go our own way, God still stands over here, yet we just get further and further away. And suddenly there's this gulf between us as human beings, as creation, we're over here and God's away over here and there's this big gap in the middle. But how do we bring that back together? Well, this is a Christmas story. God says that something needs to happen. God says, I love my creation. But if God's perfect and God's holy and God's full of goodness, and we generally aren't. And Jesus said to himself, there is no one person who is good on earth. That's challenging, because I, do, I, do, I think I do good things. I like to think I'm a good person. Yet, Jesus says there is no one good. 
What does that mean? Well, it means that God is good and he has a purpose and a plan that we are to match up to. But here's the thing, we can't. We can't match up. But because God still loves us, he says, I need to figure out how this gap becomes smaller. How do I get closer to my people? How do I get closer to creation? How do I save them? How do I make it perfect once again? How do I do that? Well, this is Christmas. This is the true meaning of Christmas. The perfect exchange. There's a debt that has to be paid. And God does it by becoming flesh himself. He puts on flesh as a human being. He comes to earth. This is the story. This is the Christmas story. And he sacrifices himself for the people, for all creation, to bring it back to its eternal bond of perfection. Mary rejoices over what God's, over this miracle, yeah? She somehow has a baby when it's physically impossible for her to have a baby. Not only that, if you can't believe that, her relative is having a baby, and she's, she's too old to have babies, yet she's having a baby as well. I mean, that's going to blow her mind. But it's not about Mary. It's about what she rejoices in and rejoices about. See, God has created the world in a way for us to look at it, for us to look up. I wonder if you, maybe when you're driving at night or you're, you're out for a walk at night and you look up at the moon. Do you ever wonder, I mean, what, what is that? Do you ever ask yourself that question, you know, how, how is that there? How does that, that perfect circular thing just stay in the sky? So you, we ask questions like that, and I ask these questions all the time. And there's, there's like a marveling at the world around us. And some, we want answers to these things, but there are some things we just can't understand and can't fathom and can't gain an answer to. And for me, I don't know if you're like me, but it drives me nuts because I want to know the answer. Do you know, if the earth was the tiniest bit further away from the, from the sun, we would freeze. And if it was the tiniest bit closer to the sun, we would all melt. There are complexities in our universe that if there was no order, if there was no, nothing holding it together in perfection, we would be in trouble. These are complexities that blow the mind. And we have to go, wow, God. I don't have an answer, but wow, God. This is what Mary does in this um, context. But you see, so Jesus is provided by God. Jesus comes to earth. He lives a sinless life and he dies. That's the Christmas story. And that's what we remember. We remember the birth of Jesus. And we thank God for the birth of Jesus. But yeah, that isn't the end of the story. I'll tell you the end of the story. I'm not going to wait till Easter, but it ends in Easter. This perfect guy, Jesus, who, who made claims about himself that he's going to, you know, he said he is the way, the truth, and the life. What does that mean? He said he is the son of God. He makes all these claims about himself, and he backs it up by healing people. Physical healings, he backs it up. The Jewish people also knew. They knew the Messiah. They knew Christ was coming. They knew this perfect, perfect person was coming. But what they also knew is that that perfect person, that perfect sacrifice, was going to die was going to go to the cross, was going to have to, have to die for 
a word that we, that we use, sin, that we all have, the Bible says. So what happens in Easter? And that's what we remember at Easter time. But this is where I want to finish off. This is where I want to leave us. Christmas, Easter, something happens. Yet there's a response to be had. It's now on our plate, so to speak. We remember Christmas time. We remember Easter. Um, maybe, maybe, you know, we have certain traditions around these times where we sing carols or go to carol services and they're all really great. But if you look at the carols, if you sing them, they're all to magnify God, to magnify Christ. I like, often when I do this, I like to leave a little challenge. I want to challenge you as you leave today. Why is that? Ask yourself why that is. What, what is my response to that? If that's the Christmas story, and a little bit of the Easter story as well, if that is true, do you know, even, even if maybe you think, this guy, everything he's saying, I don't believe him at all. That's okay. But would you ask yourself that today? What is my response? And it might be, I don't care. No bother at all. But would you ask yourself, what is my response to the true message of Christmas time? What a joyous occasion to think about the birth of Christ. It's joyous to see babies here today. And what a great opportunity we have also to go on and bless Amelia and Lottie. We're thankful that you're here. Amen. Thanks for listening to our Sunday podcast today from GMC in Dunfermline, Scotland. For more details about who we are, what we believe and how we serve, visit our website at gillespiechurch.org or find us on Facebook and YouTube. All inquiries can be made through the Contact Us page of our website or by calling the office. If you'd like to support our work with a few quid, then offerings can be made through the Support Us with Stewardship icon on the homepage of the website. This has been a production from GMC, including the pastors and tech team. All copyright remains with the producers. Today's episode was edited by Barbara Ann Howie, and the contributing music is Up to the Mood from Low Tree. Thanks for listening, and God bless.